Welcome to the Peace and Purpose Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Chance, you rocking and rolling? We everything good? Systems a go? I'm rocking and rolling. So to give y'all kind of an insight on what's going on this time. So last time, you know, we had the setup with the the blanket hanging from the ceiling and this, that, and the other. This time, me and Corwin are actually not together. We're, um, he's at his house, I'm in my apartment, and I've got a fancy setup here, but we are listening to each other through each other's headphones so that we can cancel out noise, and then we're recording as normal through our mic. So kind of had a creative way here. Hopefully it works out and we're not getting any feedback, but we made, we made it work. Yeah, all through the power of the internet and technology, man. It's sweet, but yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah, chance to, chance tonight is love that even when we're not together, we can we can feel together, you know, and and be yeah, like be like uh, all those commercials with the, with the Zoom videos. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so that's where we'll, we're at this week. We'll get straight to it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, anyways, we're gonna talk about more or less our experiences with stress. What we're hoping to get out of today is for you to reflect on your experiences of stress. Obviously, if you're tuning in to us, you know, you likely are having some type of stress that you would either like resolved or you would like advice on what you could do. Um, we're going to cover that throughout these episodes, but we're going to pinpoint kind of our experiences with stress, you know, where that's, you know, the soonest stress hits. Um, we're trying to figure that, that point so that we can be able to attack it and be able to address it. So Corbin, what you got for us? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think reflecting on your goal, we're sort of, we're sort of looking at, I guess, how to figure out if you are stressed. I mean, sometimes it may be obvious and sort of also talking about some signs and symptoms of stress, especially if you're overstressed. Um, and yeah, I guess just trying to identify that within ourselves, like what things stress us out. And like, yeah, that's that's sort of the plan for today. But but I yeah, like loosely the plan. Perfect. Yeah, so I think one thing to address is stress is going to be seen in different ways for different people. Um, all depends. I mean, there's a lot of different factors. It can be your personality type, can be your genes, uh, whatever that may be. Uh, at least personally, I can kind of go into my experiences. So um, there's multiple reasons it could be, but one of my stressing factors is biting my nails unfortunately um i've had experiences where i've been able to to avoid that um it's a lot about being cognitive of it actually happening and i think not not to be weird but i'm actually gonna buy some plastic gloves or something to put over my fingers because <laughs> i cannot figure out how to stop biting my nails because of stress and it's not i don't even think about it sometimes and it's like well that's already happened so that's definitely one of mine that's a physical thing that comes from it i think as far as emotions go um Anger, I get sometimes I get frustrated with stress, so things will stress me out and it'll frustrate me. The frustration will lead to anger. Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say stress is a huge leads. Anger comes from other things that frustrate me. I don't know if that would deal with stress, but a lot of the times I don't even see that. That's one good point of maybe I've been stressed out from um, throughout the day, and then at the end of the day, maybe in the evening or something, I get angry over something very small. I'm trying to think of a prime example, maybe, maybe. I like I'm 
trying to eat food and I, I spill my plate everywhere. And, you know, it, it might be something simple that'd be like, oh, you just clean that up, throw it away. You're good. But I would get really angry maybe because I spilt all my food. But maybe that transitions back to the fact that I was stressed that day. Um, so a lot of that is, I think, at least as far as my experience goes, anger is definitely one of those. Uh, maybe Chance, some people will get sorry sick. to interrupt, but I just can't wait. No, man, to, I can't it. wait to see you wearing like your uh, like deli section worker gloves. Like to keep from biting your nails. <laughs> I, I really, I'm excited the next time we hang out in person to see you wearing those, uh, those nice gloves. Yeah, no, that might have to be our our podcast cover. Me with those gloves and an apron or something. Maybe you can uh, like fitting. slice me up some salami or something. Hey, you know I did do Cutco sales, man. We got the. That's we got true. It. He, he has the I'd finest knives, and there's a lifetime warranty. Say. So. There is. No, seriously, Cutco. <laughs> it's a great investment. I'm not trying to sell it on the podcast, but like, seriously, if not you trying have to sell Cutco, it, but... wonderful. If you don't have Cutco, consider it. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but, but but what else you were going to say? You sort of like, I guess, emotional volatility and biting your nails. What, what, el- what else goes on with you, I guess, whenever you start noticing it? Stress. What is others... So for me, sleep sleeps great. I'm blessed to be able to have really good sleep. So sleep's normally not something if I'm stressed or if I'm not stressed. I'm, I'm I normally knock out pretty quickly. Um, I wouldn't say tension is something I necessarily have either. Muscle tension. Uh, a lot of it's just an overwhelming emotion, and it normally, like I said, the anger is normally probably something I'm unaware of. I feel like I don't get angry in my prime reasons of stress when i get stressed my brain shuts down um yeah it's an overwhelming emotion that goes to my brain shutting down i don't know what emotion i would call that um but yeah i think that's i don't know if you have anything in particular maybe your story i probably think of more things while you're uh while you're explaining your experience but that's that's definitely that's definitely how stress impacts my life or the the prime things that i'm am seeing how it impacts my life, my nails, my anger, and my brain completely shutting down. Yeah, for me, the the biggest thing is is sort of along the lines of anger. I, I would call it just volatile emotions in any direction. So not like, um, it's like I could be really happy in one moment or feeling satisfied, and then very quickly after that, be fr- I would call it fr- for me, it's frustration. I'd say. Yep. I mean, I that's guess maybe that's a fine line, but but like. During the, one of the most stressful, probably the most stressful time in my life, we had just gotten into like quarantine and uh, like with COVID. And I was, you know, taking a very difficult pre med class. Uh, it's called organic chemistry um, online in five and a half weeks in the summer at a university that was not the one that I was used to going to. Like it wasn't. Um, it wasn't my home university, and I was just having all sorts of issues um, with it. Lots of other issues as well. It was a very complex situation, but I just noticed myself like I would get so frustrated in one minute, and I was I was just working all the time, um, and and then the next moment I would you know feel maybe a little hopeful, like more sparsely throughout my throughout my day. But it was just so many ups and downs. So I would say that's an indicator for me. And along the lines that you said, two chance, like with the, like something that you would not normally be upset about, like you know something silly that's like easily fixable, maybe a little inconvenient. Like I would like fly off the handle about that too. 
Um, yeah. So I get that. I get your your I guess bodily manifestation of it has been in your like in your nails. Mine is the muscle tension. Like I I got it bad for a period. Like in my mid back, um, in mm. my chest. Like just like like a tightness. Like it's not. Sometimes it would be pain, especially in my back, but it's just like like an uncomfortableness in my in my chest sometimes. Um, so those are big things for me. Like like with you, I don't have the sleep issue. Thank God. Like I'm so thankful that I don't have like sleep disruptions or like things with appetite or anything like anything like that. Um, but yeah, I would say muscular tension and just being so volatile emotionally are my big cues that I'm like, Corbin, you got to do something different. Yeah. No, you mentioned, you mentioned stress eating or you said something about diet. I actually had in the last recent few weeks, I've never really had, I've never really had a stress eating that I've known of or that I've been aware of. Maybe I've done it before and I just haven't realized it, but recently I have realized it. It's like the evening time comes and it, I just want to eat anything and everything Obviously, I, I try to do the whole, I try to not buy snacks now when I go to Food Line so that I can't eat snacks. So it's a matter of if I'm actually hungry, I'll eat whatever's healthy there. But anyway, that's a whole other point. But yeah, stress eating is another thing too. Um, but a, a few, one thing I wanted to cover with this, kind of thinking about what Corbin had said, is finding that exact moment of when the stress kicks in. And sometimes it's hard to see. And now I go back to the whole biting my nails. I've realized, um, friend of my girlfriend will, you know, tell me to stop biting my nails. And it's funny that I don't realize it before she realizes it being that I'm the one doing it. So I, and sometimes I realize it. Sometimes I realize I'm about to bite my nails, but sometimes it's and it's, it's a matter of getting a cognitive awareness of how stress impacts you. And, um, kind of what Corbin and I are talking about sometimes it's later until you actually realize that stress has hit you I mean it physically impacted Corbin with his back Um, but what we're hoping to do is you know throughout this episode is reflect on what is impacting your you know what how stress is impacting you Um, we want you to be more cognitive of when it's happening uh, with that stress what's occurring because of it are you getting sad are you getting depressed are you stress eating are you biting your nose are you having physical muscle tension are you having anger so we want you to reflect on those things because what we're going to do in further episodes is we're going to dig into different ways to attack that what we've done to attack that obviously you know i don't know for corbin i still struggle with it um but some of the things that we've started to implement have definitely benefited me and i've seen that when i do these things like i said that we'll discuss if i do them more I'm less stressed. If I, you know, stray away from them because I find other priorities, I start getting stressed again. So that's what we're hoping to do. So we're hoping while we're, while we're discussing this, you know, obviously you're engaged, you're, you know, we want you to understand where we're coming from, but reflecting with, you know, what you're experiencing, um, and kind of get an idea because like I said, sometimes we're not cognitive of what's going on. Like I always thought, not saying I always thought the anger was elsewhere and sometimes it might be something else, but stress a lot of the times I find that when I get angry, it was because I might have not been in the best mood, which could have been a direct line to stress. So 
Got it. And and I want to make a note um, about something that like helped me in in some situations has helped me to realize where I'm, what I'm stressed out about or that I am stressed out or whatever. It's just having people around you that can be sort of sounding boards, um, especially people like your family or like your really close friends or you know uh, a romantic partner or whatever to have to bounce off of you to say, hey, you know, to help you notice. Like like with you like with you and your in your finger and your your fingernail biting, you know, I think you made a great point there with with Brenda sort of pointing it out and just being like, oh, you know, and then and then with that, you guys are both sort of on the same page about you know that you're stressed out and having that communication too, because um, then it you know it'll she'll sort of maybe it'll help her to understand where you're coming from a little bit if you you know, lash out or do something like that. But just with just with noticing it, that um, seems to be helpful. Or it was helpful in my case, at least. Yeah, no, I, talking through it's great. I, I mean, that's why this, this conversation too, it's, you know, it's a conversation between us and you guys, you know, our listeners. But it's a conversation between Corbin and I. This helps to, regardless of, for me, it's just, talking about it makes me more aware of it and sometimes makes me admit maybe the things that I don't want to admit it's like yes do I have anger issues probably so you know it's something that I'm very aware of and that I truly try to spend time to work on um but by admitting it it's something that I can then work on um and the communication aspect having those people to talk to to help you through it's great as well so yeah cool um I do want to point you guys towards some like a like a resource that we use to sort of um, pull together some I guess some indicators of stress. There's a there's a website called Psychology Today, and um, they have some really nice stuff on there. And these are from professionals, um, you know, PhDs, MDs, uh, PsyDs, um, people who people who have experience in this and are are experts in this sort of thing. So we we pulled some of the, or I at least pulled some of the indicators from there, like things to look for for when you feel stressed. And I just do want to point that out is it is a really nice resource, and there are, there are others um, out there as well. Um, but that is a really a really nice one that we or that I use to help put together some of the indicators here. Um, so yeah, chance. Chance. What else do you have to say about this? My mind is blank right now. Oh, okay. So I didn't <laughs> think about something. It's ADHD. I don't know if this correlates or not, but this is what went through my head. Is a lot of it is patience for me. It's realizing that a lot of my stress be- comes from the rush of life. It's I want this done, or I'm looking forward to this, or I'm not living in the moment. Um, and like I said, ADHD. I'm all over the place. It sometimes I push myself to do too much as well. And I expect so much out of myself, and when I don't do it, that stresses me out. A lot of it just relates back to patience. If I had the patience to sit in the moment, to realize where I was at, to appreciate where I was at, to know that things are going to come in time, and to enjoy the process. A lot of the times in my work, I can use this as a prime example, I want to be well-versed in everything. I want to understand all the concepts, um, all the products, all the services, so that you know all the abilities that I need to be what I would consider good 
I don't know what exactly that would look like, but I have this kind of visual of, you know, I'm very being comfortable in the role, kind of day to day, just relax because I just, I've got it down. And sometimes I, you know, I got to appreciate where I'm at now because I'll never, you know, it, you know, as I grow, hopefully I'm not going to be at this point. I'm not going to have the same struggles. And maybe I'll look back and go, well, I wish I had those struggles rather than the struggles I have now. And it's that thing of we always want, you know, physically as humans, sometimes we always want that extra thing. And it's it's living in the moment. And a lot of that relates all the way back to patience. So that's something I think is something I'm working on. Uh, I, I need a lot more patience. Uh, it's something I'd struggle with as well. Yeah, but. I mean, and that sort of functions as an indicator for me too. Because if I get, like, hyper-focused on planning for the future and, like, you know, if I, if I notice that I'm starting to not be in the moment, that that planning, that hyper-planning, because I have the tendency to overthink things. And everybody, this is one of those things in my life that everybody indicates within me. They're like, yeah, you know, Corbin, you really, you know, especially my mom. She's like, you know, Corbin, you, you overthink things. I'm glad you think about the things you do, but you sometimes you overthink things. So yeah. I think one of the markers for me is if I'm overthinking about something that I, you know, usually for me it's a future thing, not a past thing, which, you know, I'm glad I don't ruminate about the past too much. But I notice that that's a trigger for stress, you know, because, you know, or that act will make me stress. So being in the moment and being patient with the process and and trying to enjoy what I'm doing in the moment that I'm doing it as opposed to relying on some future outcome or being worried that I'm not going to get that outcome or whatever it is, um, that, that definitely helps me, um, to sort, to sort of, to sort of come back to earth a little bit and to notice that. And when you said that, it made me think of something. So I have all these things. It's almost like sometimes, and you know, maybe not, it's in my head that I think sometimes it's good advice, but I feel like a lot of the times I have, what I would consider good advice from others that have advised me in great ways, you know, mentors, those I look up to have given me good advice, places that I've read, you know, from experts and have all these things I would like to implement. But a lot of it all goes back to being cognitive of doing it. It's like, I'm aware that patience is a virtue. It's going to, you know, benefit my life. It's going to help me not be stressed. I'm aware that living in the moment and breaking down what I'm doing, focusing solely on what I'm doing is going to benefit me. It's going to probably decrease my stress levels. Sometimes I'm aware of that, but in the moment I lose focus of that, therefore just leading me straight back down to the road to stress. So a lot of it is just being cognitive and being constantly cognitive of these things. Cause like I said, I'm aware of them. I understand them, but sometimes I'm still not able to implement them because stress takes over. Yeah. I've, this is so relatable for me. This is so relatable. Um, yeah, because, you know, we talk about all this stuff and we discuss it, and then it's like I get in certain moments, and, man, it is just hard to pull myself out of it. Like, I mean, we're we're literally on a podcast speaking about it, and I understand it because I've, I've studied, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not an expert, but I've done studies on it because it's something that we struggle with, and that's why we wanted to address it. And we've found things that have helped tremendously, but it's a matter of 
you know, this is the whole back to the first episode or one of the first episodes where it's like, we want to hear from you guys too. If you've had stress in the past and you say, well, I don't stress as much anymore. I don't stress at all. That's, that's what we're wanting to be able to do so we can implement those things and vice versa. Like I said, when we get further, further episodes for you guys to implement, you know, what we have to see if it helps you guys out. Cause that's our, that's our primary objective. Yeah. But, but, and, but right now, you know, we want you guys, we want to focus on noticing stress. And noticing what triggers our stress and what thoughts trigger our stress, I think is where we want to go right now. Would you agree, Chance? So for me, relating to that for personal experience, when I go to work in the morning, I realize I'm not stressed in the morning because it. I don't know if it hasn't hit me. It's just like I realize I don't bite my nails in the morning. I am. I know. I don't know why I'm focused on drinking my coffee. On, on. I don't know why I say. Anyways. Um. I'm not that stressed in the morning, but all of a sudden it kicks in. I don't know at what point, and that's you know where I need to reflect and figure out. But I do realize, looking back, I do not stress like very, very early in the morning. But at the same time, I do try to get up before all the emails come in, um, get on my laptop before that. And maybe it's when the emails come in. It's because multiple things, multiple responsibilities are hitting me all at once. Um, another thing, like I said, I'm all over the place. Eight, um oh what was I gonna say oh logic so sometimes if you look at stress for my life it's almost logical it's like why it it doesn't make any sense on why I'm doing what I'm doing okay to, to explain this further because that's very vague I realize that maybe I have five tasks at one time and I'm like okay you either have an hour, we'll say you have an hour to do it, or let's just say you have to do it by the end of the day. You know, I'm trying to wrap up the day, but, you know, maybe it's, you know, I'm going to have to work longer. That's fine. And it's a matter of these five things need to be done. But sometimes I get so stressed, I can't even focus on one of them. And obviously I sit there wasting my time, maybe sit there for a few minutes, just thinking about which one to start when I just need to take a breath, you know, think logically about what I should prioritize, put it on a list as, you know, what's out of those five, what's most important, um, and then attack it one at a time and solely focus on one. Don't think about the other four because if you're focused, you know, a lot of the times I'll say, okay, I might even do that. And I start on the first one. I say, oh, what about the third one or the fourth one? You know, should I, that's where it's important to take the time to validate what's the biggest priority, put it down on paper, and then focus on one exact thing at a time um, and kind of transitioning over. That's, I feel like cooking for me sometimes kind of, it, it's either boring or it's not, it's not enjoyable. And my girlfriend Brenda loves cooking. And I've realized a lot of the times if I'm able to be in the moment and I like to cook as fast as I can, just so I can eat the food faster probably. But <sighs> even then with all the stuff I like to cook, cause I like to try to meal prep so I don't have to cook during the week. When I'm cooking, if I actually like get into it and like focus on what I'm doing and forget everything else, it's very enjoyable solely because I'm living in the moment. Um, and it's just it's it's random times when you find that you're living in the moment that you find such a peace to it, because I think a lot of the stress is taken out. So, anyways, that's my uh, my tangent there. Yeah, no, I I appreciate your tangent. I think. Um... So would you say that one of one of your triggers is the number of tasks? 
Um, either that or the, the, the urgency or the repercussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think a lot of it's priority. It's it's taking the time to prioritize before just jumping into it. I know, but, but what what I'm saying is in the in the feel of what we're trying to do with with um our talk right now, it's like what what triggers the stress though, like trying to get to the root of that. Triggers the stress for me. Uh, the word would be overwhelming. Why is it overwhelming? Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Why? Question. Why is it? Why is it overwhelming to you? There's so many things, and time feels like it's ticking away. So, okay. So time. So it's fear. It, of not using my time wisely. Or yeah, not because because my because time. what are the what are the consequences of not of not doing that? Normally, the consequences are I either have to work a lot longer than I want to, or something hangs over my head. But but what are the consequences of not doing well? Um. I mean, realistically, you could get fired if you do such a bad job. I mean, I'm trying not to think like that. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I have the, I don't know. I grew up as you do your best in everything you do. I'm not saying that I always achieve that by any means, but I definitely try to. And, hey, you know, as Prefontaine said, I think, what is it, uh, Anything less to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. So I'm just, you know, I've always thought about this in a logical sense of if I'm doing my best, I can't get mad at myself. But am I truly doing my best? I don't. That did. That probably didn't answer your question. I'm still trying to dig into this myself. That's that's all right, man. I mean, I think, and I think that's what we're trying to do here. Is I think we're trying to pinpoint what gets us freaked out. You know, or like what makes us stress and like what are the real, what are we trying to, there must be something we're trying to avoid. You know what I mean? Like there, there's, there's yeah. some, like if you're stressed, there's something you're trying to avoid. Like there's this deep, there's this deep need you want to be met and you're trying to avoid bad consequences, you know, and, and we, we really don't want those bad consequences to happen. You know, but sometimes it, we just feel like we're walking through a land, like a like a minefield of consequences, and it it just gets exhausting after a while and gets really it it can turn bad. You know what I mean? If you do that for long enough. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's the whole the whole minefield thing's very. That's a good visual. I've got that in my head. That is that's accurate. Yeah, is that, is okay, that a good mi- metaphor the mi- for it? The minefield example, that's perfect. If you're sitting in the middle of a minefield, okay, I'm, I'm not an expert on this. I, I don't know if this is the right thing. This what I would it, The logical thing to do would be not to stress and to think, okay, there, this is maybe this is not a good example because I would someone would probably be thinking in their head, chance there's, there's 10 million ways to do this better. But to think logically, <laughs> to see the resources you have, to see the situation you're in and analyze it appropriately – Rather than freaking out. 
I mean, it would be a freak out moment regardless. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a, but, but we're, I mean, I think we're at our root, we're emotional, you know? So like, we can't just be like logic, 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 robo, robo, corbo, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like that. And, robo, and I, corbo. and I, and I, and I, robo, be your podcast name? robo, corbo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, um, you, you can't just not worry. Like like we said in the first episode, like, stress is here for a reason. So, like, you can't just go stepping on every mine, you know, because... Or and not worrying and, like, trying to navigate it, and that will be exhausting, too. But you can't just go stepping on every mine and being not stressed about anything and just the consequences are just ripping you to shreds, you know what I mean? Consequences yeah. that are real, you know? So, like... And you know, I think I think life life is a is a minefield. That that's a metaphor for it too. You know, there's really good things in life. You know, if you're walking on the nice green grass, but if you take a wrong step, then boom, there goes your leg. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I don't like I don't like the minefield example. It scares me. <laughs> it's too uh, militaristic. But it makes me think of this movie. If y'all haven't seen it, it's literally a dude who stands on the mine the whole movie. I won't tell you the end. It's low key, really suspenseful. And you have to be patient, because I was like, I'm pretty sure I watched a dude stand on a mine for two hours. Wait, like I said, you stand have to stand on a mine? Yeah, so I think the movie's probably called The Mine, or Mine, or something, you know, pretty simplistic. But, yeah, the dude steps on a mine, and he's on it for a long time. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a spoiler here, but if you get the chance to check it out, it's a good way to test your patience, and it is a little bit of adrenaline booster. It's kind of, I don't know. I feel like it's realistic. Wait, so like does it. does the mind not trigger and blow up, or does like he somehow it's, like at the beginning of the movie does he like get you know on how, it? Like you know how when your foot's on something, you like it's you have to release. I guess I don't, I don't know how minds work. But oh, like, apparently, okay. like you need to move your foot for it to explode. Oh, uh, okay. he realizes that he's, um, what's the word? initiate it not initiate he, he's realized okay. that he stepped on a mine and he's now he now he has to stand there that's interesting okay yeah okay that's interesting i'll look it up we'll, we'll hopefully we'll i'll remember and follow up in the next episode if y'all are interested i don't yeah i mean we maybe slip it into the show notes um oh yeah there we go genius yeah maybe slip it into the oh, show yeah, notes. Yeah. give him give him the title so it's two hours of this guy standing on a mine that's that's. I, don't I mean, know if it's two hours, but it's. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's what you would consider a normal movie length. I would consider two hours probably normal. Got it. Got it. It's yeah. It's sort of like one of those movies like they've got for. Like, did they make a movie of the guy who got stuck like between two rocks and like a, like a sort of like a cave situation, or was that just like a historical thing that happened? I don't remember, but I have I have no clue. But there's like movies, know. there's movies like that, and it's just like one person solo, pretty much. I liked it. There was there's one called The Shallows, I think, which was which was good. Hey, we should make a movie about stress. About stress, a documentary, yeah, or a no, movie. I mean, you know, a, a movie no with a movie. nice. Let's make it really really exciting. Yeah, I, an ex, an exciting yeah, inf, an informational movie, but it's sort of like through the theme. Yeah, through the no, theme. No, it's one of those, like, you know, like, it's not, it, it's informational, but it's one of those, like, kid movies where, like, there's an underlying thing that you taught the kid at the end of the movie, but it was, like, you know what I mean? Like, but it, you didn't pay attention to that. You paid attention to the movie, but they walk away with the concept. 
Yeah, th- that's a yeah. It's a it's a theme. It's a theme. It's not screamed. It's not screamed out loud like hey 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 hey. This is it. This is a fact about it. But it's like that's that's the idea that you. No, I say with. we put it in the title. Put it in the title. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, do, stay tuned. Corbin and I are um, we're gonna work on a movie. No, seriously, that'd be so cool for <laughs> a movie. But I don't know if that's up my alley. <laughs> if this podcast goes well enough. It's 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 fun. I don't, I don't, I don't want to promise anything. No. But I would like to. It's write a just movie. it's complete food for thought. I mean, if we're if we're you know finished you know later on in our lives and we're just like you know if this ever happens and we're just like yeah we're bored we gotta do something and then you know maybe we throw together like a like a e list movie <laughs> about that that'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious just to work on a silly project like that with you. Yeah. No, see, if y'all tune in and y'all are, you know, we interview you, you can be in the movie. Don't <laughs> take my word for that. That's the proposal in the, in no, the movie that we, that we might do one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, you know, it incentivizes. <laughs> you guys you are, know, that'd be cool. You guys are really playing the long game <laughs> with that. The long, maybe not going to happen game. Hey, random, really random. But when you say food for thought, it always makes me think of like fish food. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, one of my colleagues says it, and it just makes me think of fish food. I think it's because one of the times I heard it, I I was sitting beside a fish tank. Maybe I don't know. Oh wow! And Anyways, you've, we've you've just got that association. Off, <laughs> we've gotten yeah. way off topic. I wonder. See, we're we, here. Perfect example. Relating back, we were living in the moment. We got lost in the moment. <laughs> I wasn't stressed. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, let let us know what you what you think about this stuff. Well, we've got to figure out a way actually for you guys to start communicating back if you want to, and figure out what what way would be best uh, for that. Um, but yeah, just to let us know what you do think about that, because I mean, if you like if you like us just sort of going off and coming back, that's cool. Um, if you, no, if you don't, know let you us think know about that the too. movie. Do what? Oh, we oh want yeah. Know what you think about the movie? We're just kidding, by the way. Actually, we're not. I, Anyways, continue on. <laughs> we are, me and Chance are, are dreamers. Um, but, uh, anyway. Yeah, I still have dreams. What were we saying? What um, was... so, yeah, insight on that. Um, oh, we yeah. definitely want to hear your comments. So the one thing I will say is, I feel like we have kind of a standard for what we want to follow. You know, we'll definitely, we definitely want to take, um, advice for ways to improve this you know criticism you know it comes with it and that always helps you know be able to structure you know you can't you can't always please everybody in what we would transition to but we definitely want to hear back from viewers to see what you think if we you know if there's changes we can make it seems like it's a consistency of uh you know you need to change this or you need to change this yeah you know if it's something that's we see from a lot of different viewers, and it seems like that's the public opinion. It's definitely things that we can take into consideration because we want this to be for you guys. Yeah, you and, know we're having and, fun while we're and doing say, it. And say say what you mean, but don't be mean. I think that's a good that's a good quote. Um, wow, if, please was, p- please don't be good. mean. Like like say what you mean and things that would like would would you would like from the podcast, but you know don't try not to be mean about it. We we would appreciate that. Um. Um. Yeah, just that, just for you guys to have a good interaction with us, you know. And and if you really don't like it, you know, then then you know you don't have to watch the podcast anymore. <laughs> you know, if you're like these guys are just ridiculous, it's terrible. You know, we get that too. But it's all good. 
but, good. but yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna try to set up a stream of some sort of way for you guys to communicate with us and what would be the best way for it. Um, just so that we can, you know, open that line if you guys do have uh, comments about it. Um, we will we will figure that out. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to figure that out. Um, Chance, Corbin, do you have anything else for him? I was just about to ask you the same thing. Otherwise, I'm good. Um, I'm assuming you're good. Yeah, I'm good. I was just gonna oh, leave him okay. off with we do have a we do have a um, something that you, if you guys wanted to do on your own, something to think about. Um, Dang it. You it, stole it. That's what I was gonna do. Oh, Can really? I, okay, you say you say it, and then I'll say them. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Um, it. Yeah. So we were just talking about you know you guys sort of reflecting on some of these markers for stress, or you know, just checking that out and reflecting on it, and coming up with three things um, that stress you out, or tend. Or moments in your day when you tend to get stressed out, and just identifying those things. Dang it, that was my line. Oh wait, did you did you want to come in no, on the second? Okay. It's so okay. Sorry. You said it elegantly. It's okay. It's it's been said. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. What Corbin said. I'm sorry. I took your thunder. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. But but anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's our episode. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose podcast. See you next week.